Hello and welcome to our podcast, uh, Conversations with the Joes, where myself, Joe Cavallo, and um, my fellow director of Hoarding Disorders UK, Joe Cook, are going to bring you all sorts of um, interesting stuff around helping people impacted with too much stuff. So over to you, Joe Cook. Do you want to tell us a bit about who you are? Yes. Well, firstly, it might get a bit confusing with the two Joes. So if we start talking about Cav and Cook, then you'll you, you know you'll you'll soon realise what we're talking about. Yes, I'm Joe Cook. I set up Hoarding Disorders UK nine years ago. Um, my father had hoarding behaviours. He was Polish. He grew up during the war, and he remembers sacrificing his parents sacrificing their food to give to him. So he hated any kind of waste. He was also an engineer, so had uh, the mentality of an engineer that understands the potential in keeping absolutely everything because he could understand the resourcefulness of it. So I think his, his hoarding was very much around deprivation, but it was also around instrumental hoarding as well as information hoarding. And we'll, we'll talk about the difference a bit later on. So when he died, it took me four months to clear the family home out. And then I realized that I had a, a flair for dealing with people, um, an understanding of stuff and realized that there's clutter, there's disorganization, and there's extreme clutter and hoarding. And how you address the mess is very important in terms of your approach to it. And that's when I set up Hoarding Disorders UK. So yes, that was, that was nearly nine years ago. I'm very proud of where we are today. So a little bit about me. I'm Joe Camelot. I started working with Joe in the first lockdown. We uh, brought decided to bring Cording Disorders uh, UK to the north when I was based in Sheffield. And I'd been a declutterer and professional organiser since 2017 and got involved in that after a long career in the print industry mainly in kind of operations, production management, but lots of project management kind of stuff. I've always been a bit of an organized soul. Um, very often was round at my sister's trying to see if I could help out in any way uh, with her getting organized and letting go of things. And I've always had a very organized environment and I'm, I'm a kind of spreadsheet geek. I love I love kind of organization stuff. So um when I started my business in 2017, I, I started with a variety of things that I kind of was my skill set and and kind of fell into the decluttering really. And just the more I worked with people, the more I loved it. But through conversations within the APDO community, the Association of Professional Declutterers and Organisers within that community, there was a couple of other ladies in Sheffield who were interested in setting up a community interest company. So we approached Joe and said, you know, how about we, we have another branch of hoarding disorders? And that's when I came on board. And it's been a fascinating journey, opening up support groups, working one-to-one -one with people um, and then doing lots of training with people. I saw a lot of similarities myself with um, my own mental health struggles. So my symptom wasn't stuff, mine was booze. So I spent a lot of years drinking to excess and um, managed to stop that in 2012 get into recovery from from that and I saw when I was meeting people some people uh, affected with hoarding behaviors a lot of similarities between how they talked about and felt about and 
their relationship with their belongings to kind of my relationship with the alcohol. And I could identify with that um, and thought that my recovery may may bring something to 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 this that might help in a in a different way. So so that's really why why I wanted to get involved. And it's been it's been an amazing journey in the last few years. And uh yeah, absolutely loving it. Absolutely loving it. So uh good to be here with you, Joe. Absolutely. So yeah, shall I shall I tell tell everyone about what Hoarding Disorders UK is all about? So we, we as I said, I set it up nine years ago and, and essentially we're here to raise awareness of what hoarding disorder is and, and what it's not. And, you know, I, I think um, someone described us as being sort of pioneers. I think it's particularly important that, that we raise awareness every day because there's still so much in terms of educating people to understand how to help someone with hoarding behaviours. So a lot of the community interest company ethos is around supporting individuals to know how to help themselves, which we do through our support groups. We're very passionate about um, encouraging more support groups around the country. So to start with, there were only a handful, but but now there are many, many more support groups being created around around the country. So that's one element is 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 supporting people set up support groups, facilitating the support groups. But we spend a lot of time, as do the team, uh, supporting individuals, whether that's family members wanting to know how to help from neighbours, from from the gas engi- engineer, from from the postman. So a lot of what we do is yes, spending our time supporting individuals and and having phone calls with them, but also through our training, helping people on the front line understand how it works, and generally. Speaking wider afield to other professionals, whether it's contributing to research, to understanding research, and being aware of also therapies that can help. Because I think you you really need to take a person-centered, trauma-informed, creative way in helping people with hoarding behaviors, because each case is unique. Um, So there isn't a a flowchart as to this is what you, you do. We talk about sort of unpicking and understanding why that person's hoarding started, but also look at, at any other contributing factors as to why that person might be impacted by too much stuff. Joe, did you want to add anything? I think the training is the most um, it's, it's the biggest part, really, of what we do, isn't it? Now, and and I think that's so important in terms of. Educating people on the front line. I think if if everybody can include this knowledge as part of the work they do, then then it will have a huge impact in how people see hoarding disorder or chronic disorganisation or extreme clutter in a in a different way and can empathise with it. I think we can all. I think COVID has been a great example of how we can all sort of maybe understand some of the behaviours that people have. You know, I know in the first lockdown, I had to go out and buy rice and pasta and fill my car up with petrol. You know, I needed to get hold of stuff because I was fearful for when I might get it again, you know. And that kind of, I suppose, stockpiling behaviour that people that people did, you know, maybe maybe can help, help people to understand um, 
you know, how, how, how that can impact on, on the people that they work with. And also, you know, my own behaviors. I remember, I've remembered a, a, a few times in my life where, you know, as a response to anxious, anxious times, I've started gathering things, you know, and, and, um, and hanging on to, to items. And I know me and you, Joe, talk about our own decluttering journeys, you know, a lot because you've recently moved, haven't you, Joe, down, down south. Absolutely. How was that process? How did that help you identify with the clients? All the time. I'm, I'm constantly, um, I, I call it curating I'm, and, and weeding. And, and, and I, I always say to people, but it's just come back. And I say, well, yes. And weeds come back too. You know, we really need to constantly stay on top of what's coming into our homes because it then takes on a sense of responsibility. So, I very much sort of see the items that come into my home then give me added responsibility in terms of this is another item I need to take care of. So to me, my relationship with stuff is very different to other people's. I think for, for three reasons, really. As a child, I did we did a lot of moving. I've lived in sort of over 20 houses and been to different schools and lived in many different countries. So we were always packing and unpacking and with that packing and unpacking comes baggage you know and and sometimes we don't want to be for me I didn't want to feel loaded down by baggage but then I also when I got divorced I came out of my divorce with a bread bin uh, that was all I had so then I started to accumulate a lot more in response of having you know having left that all behind but then my house then got flooded so I lost all my possessions again. So my relationship with stuff is very different because I don't want to go through that process of being hurt and mourning the items that I lost again. So to me, there's a, an element of detachment that I have from my items. I've been through a similar process recently, decluttering um, a three-bedroom house to a camper van, which has been the ultimate decluttering challenge. But uh, but again, some of the items and the emotional attachment to them just helps me to to maybe empathise with with clients. Photo albums, I couldn't I couldn't go anywhere near. Um, you know, I've got lots of boxes in the storage unit of photo albums because I just wasn't ready to kind of look through them yet. You know, I think one of the things we do in training is help people to understand how maybe we all have some of these behaviours, and and it's kind of a bit of a spectrum. Sometimes we say, and, and we're all in somewhere, and depending on what's happening at, at any time and what's happening in our lives, you know, we may gather more items or let go of more items, you know, and it's amazing how quickly things can build up as well um, that we don't see. It's like you, you liken it, Joe, don't you, to kind of putting weight on or... I do. Watching our children grow, it, it suddenly creeps up on us. It's like, and, and we do, we talk about clutter blindness. It's a real thing. We we don't see, see the clutter build up until perhaps someone comes in and goes, well, you know, wow, what you've got a lot in your cupboard, Mum, from the last time. It's like, oh yes, uh, I think it's time to edit. So we talk about editing our life as as we go through it, um, because I think some things no longer serve us. And I think I think for me, for my my dad was a drinker as well, and I'm I'm really just starting to uncover a lot of the impact that that had on me. Um, has had on me throughout my life, and I and again I see the similarities with people who's who's maybe got parents or family members who are who are really struggling with with items. And and I know Joe from your dad as well. How how do you think your having your dad and and all his items has has kind of impacted on on your relationship with stuff? 
well, yes, I, I'm. I've still got boxes of, of photos that I don't know that he that he left. There, there are boxes of photos, probably of relatives, but he's not around for me to tell to tell me who those people are. So then I've got, you know, again, I've got, I'm sort of feeling this sense of responsibility towards looking after these items, but I haven't a clue who these are, these people are. So I think to me, the message that I want to give my children is that I don't want them beholden by items when I've gone. So um, they have an awareness and I have an awareness of what they want of mine and what they don't want of mine, just in response to the fact that it took me four months to clear the family home out. So again, I'm constantly editing, knowing that I don't want my children preoccupied by, oh, well, just, do we need to keep these love letters that mum's kept? Do we need to keep these Christmas cards that she's accumulated? So I'm, I'm sort of conscious that actually I can take control of my, my belongings, um, knowing that I don't want my children to have to sift through it and make decisions on my behalf. So I'm also almost giving them the decisions so that they, they'll know exactly what to do when the time comes to dealing with my stuff. So yes, I like to travel lightly through through life uh, in the knowledge that I don't want my children having to deal with all my stuff when I when I when I've gone because I've I've been involved with too many clients and uh, and with and with my father's stuff to to know that I don't want to put them through that. So this podcast is going to be coming out to you to share all sorts of different thoughts and ideas and hopefully give you some information around hoarding, chronic disorganisation, extreme clutter, and um, and maybe how you can help or what you can do if you are affected yourself. So um, we're going to be bringing you more snippets of information and hope to have you with us again soon. So thank you, Jo. Thanks. Bye for now. Bye for now.